Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion. 657 AM, Radio Pulpit, coming to you live. We trust the Father is doing you well, blessing you so much in a mighty way. You and I, the best of friends, and of course, thank you so much. Taking over from the legend himself, Johan Els, and uh, thank you. What a wonderful show. I always call it a joy ride. You know, you're filled with the joy of the Father, regardless of what you're going through. And, uh, of course, people continue to ask, when are we going to see him in one of our events of men's dialogue? And I said, hey, I will ask him. This man lives in Cape Town, man, far from us. He lives there at the tip of the country. So I will ask him one day. And maybe, maybe he will put us in his heavy schedule. Passionate about God, passionate about people. Radio Poop at 657 AM, your daily companion. Download our mobile app or visit radiopoopit.co.za to listen to your favorite station 24 hours a day. Aretha Franklin there. We trust the Father is doing you well, blessing you so much in a mighty way. Tuesday Live, the name of the show. My name is Ray. And of course, on the line we have uh, in Cape Town, Parukia. The professor is not in today. And uh, of course, we will hear from her if she is able to come out of a meeting. And if she's able, she'll send maybe uh, voice notes. And also Delman Biekers uh, will send voice notes also because she sounds clearer on the voice notes. Mayachi, greetings, welcome. Shalom and greetings to you, my Ach. I trust and I hope you and your household are well. Shalom also to all of the Radio Pulpit listeners. Bo Mama Morini, Bo Shalom to you, Bo Butwami. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thompson Warara. Yeah, yeah. Thompson Walala, yes. I'm telling you, so shalom to all our beautiful listeners and the fans specifically of this show. We thank you very, very much for making this show your number one. Halala, let's get to it, Maafi. In absence, maybe also to the Professor Bishop Davis. Uh, all right and of course we trust the father is just doing you good man you were you yeah. you were reminiscing hey eh? you know when they say someone is reminiscing is when they take out their old tent table and they go into the garage they pull out some of the lps no one has seen before even their children don't know that they have those lps then they go to the wardrobe and they wear a shirt that they've never worn ever since their kids were born. <laughs> and they start playing those music. I'm the message you, in the music. Yeah. Uh, I'm <laughs> the yes, it's uh, <laughs> it is it is such a beautiful thing, you know, mm. like I do it once in a while, so okay. it was a great experience, yeah. Ah, uh, that's you fantastic, get, man. Just before you even had children, yeah. you know, all these kind of things, all these thoughts just start coming and and reflecting and looking at how you thought life was or mm. was at the time and, and looking at it now and say, 
has it turned out to be, you know, exactly as you thought it was, or are there any regrets whatsoever? So, yeah, yeah. so it was so great. You know, you know I, I was wearing a trouser. I've been wearing trousers this past two weeks uh, that my kids don't know. Or they've never seen me wearing them. When they go to the garage, I've got wardrobes in the garage. When they go to the garage, they see these clothes, but they've never seen me wearing mm-hmm. them. Yeah. According to them, those are just spooky clothes. So I'm wearing them, and I realize the clothes that I'm wearing, my last born is 17, and she doesn't know them mm. at all. You know, at least the older one who is 22. I think I was two years old, uh, she was two years old when I stopped wearing those clothes. Okay. So I'm saying this because then I saw you reminiscing about your music, and then I went like, hey, these radio people, man. Anyway... <laughs> Happy ra- uh, uh, World Radio Day. World Radio Day, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. T- tonight we are talking about self-denial, Maya. And uh, we are looking into it as to what it is even all about. And many people have said quite a lot of this. Mm-hmm. But self-denial also is a form of obedience on our part. And and this is something that many people never address this issue on or looked into this issue on. But they just talk about denying yourselves the appetites of the flesh and they say it's self-denial. Which is correct. But it goes way beyond that. Mm-hmm. Self-denial also is a means of obedience. And of course also uh, it is a means of allegiance when one renounces all things for the sake of Christ. Mm-hmm. And we are going to look at ourselves as to whether are we renouncing things for the sake of Christ? Or have we gone on to actually renounce things for the sake of Christ? Or have we gone on to acquire things in the name of Christ? Hmm? In, in using the name and saying, yeah, I'm acquiring this because I'm a Christian. I shall be the head and not the tail. I shall be blessed in the city and in the country. They say that. They say that. And of course also, where are we going wrong with some of the innuendos we have really brought on on, by ourselves along the way to go parallel with the way. But also self-denial means when one is restraining their appetites. I touched on it a bit. You will see self-control in it. But also when one is subduing the flesh, you know, and all its passions, when you subdue the flesh and all its passions... It is self-denial. This Uh one of a mode of obedience is quite challenging. Exodus 33 verses 6 says, So the children of Yasharal stripped themselves of their ornaments by Mount Horeb. Just for the sake of obedience. Uh When one strips themselves of everything that weighs them down, And then also, 
in Matthew chapter 16, verse 24, it says, Then Yahusha said to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. I really need to look this verse. Does it say take up his cross? I really need it to look into it. Yeah, it it depends which scripture you use using. Uh, so, saving will be the stake. Yeah, the stake. The stake. The stake is basically that log of a tree yes. that you can be tied on or that you can be bent with while you are tied on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. That's how Christ was nailed, by the way. But also, when one renounces everything for the sake of Christ, Ruth makes a very great example there. And also, in Daniel 33, verses 9, it says, Who says of his father and mother, I have not seen them, nor did he acknowledge his brother, or know his own children? For they have observed your word and kept your covenant. They've observed your word, kept your covenant to an extent that they've renounced everything. Hmm? And Luke uh, and Ruth, chapter 2, verses 11, And Boaz answered and said to her, It has been fully reported to me all that you have done for your mother-in-law since the death of your husband, and how you have left your father and your mother and the land of your birth, and have come to a people whom you did not know before. For the sake of Christ. Mm -hmm. When one renounces all things, and today are we renouncing all things for the sake of Christ? Or are we going and saying we live in a modern time and the church has become modernized? And we know how modernity is so evil. We know. You know, Mm -hmm. those who study history will tell you about modernism. All right, and and also when you look into Psalms, uh, chapter 141, verses 5, touches the notion of uh, restraining one's appetites. Let the righteous strike me, it shall be a kindness. And let him rebuke me, it shall be an excellent oil. Let my head not refuse it, for still... My prayer is against the deeds of the wicked. It's amazing that it speaks about restraining an appetite. It says, let righteousness strike me so that I should not do the deeds of the wicked. Proverbs 23, verses 1, When you sit down to eat with a ruler, consider carefully what is before you. Restrain your appetites. And we have lots of appetites today. Appetite for money, appetite for beauty, appetite for sex, appetite for love, appetite for fame and fortune, appetite for education, qualification. Appetites to be regarded as greater than your own spouse. Appetites to subdue others and all those things. Appetites for control. We see all these things. We see them. Yet, the, the Father says we need to restrain this because we cannot be his followers if we don't restrain these things. For he says, let me repeat it again in Matthew sixteen twenty four, And Yahusha says to his disciples, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross, the stake, 
and follow me. I don't know about you, but when we look at ourselves as the church or as a body of believers, how far have we come with regards to self-denial? Are we seeing lustful appetites amongst us and even in the churches, man? Hey, have you seen the singers when they dance and they spread their legs? Hey. R. Kelly was better, man. The things we see these days. Now go to a festival and then go uh, behind the stage where the artists are making a lineup. And go and just stand there for five minutes and come back. I bet you will come back high. Because of the drugs, the alcohol and the weed that is there. Appetites. Appetites for fame and fortunes. We preach those kinds of things. Appetites for money. We preach those things. We guise them. We call them prosperities. We call them blessings. But if we don't deny these things, we cannot be followers of Yahushai Hamashiach. We cannot be. We cannot be. Neither can we be his. Neither will he acknowledge us. So, we need to look at ourselves today. Hunger for political power and all that and stuff. We have to look into these things. You know, someone was saying to me, no, 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 we must vote for this guy. He's a man of God. I said, look, there's one thing that the father has brought his men to do here and his women to do here. To announce the advent of the coming king and to call the world to repentance. It's not about sitting on thrones that have been created by the devil, that he brags about. He bragged about them when he was talking to Yahusha. He said, all these things have been given me. He's talking about things he stole. Yes, technically, when you look into it, they've been given him through deception. Absolutely. What comes to mind, my Achim? These days, self-denial, do we throw it out the window? Hey, thanks, Achim, for, for your opening. And uh, it's, it's like, you know, you've quoted so many verses. And uh, when we look at the book of Deuteronomy, chapter number six, mm. number four and five, mm. Which says Shamai Yasharal Yahweh Alayim Yahweh Ahad. So he's one, he's our Elohim, Alohim, and we shall love him with all our hearts, mm. with all our minds, and with all our beings. Yes. So we have his commandments, we have his laws. So we ought to walk by them, we ought to learn them. We, we first need to develop a desire, you know, mm. to, to, to be interested in those. And now, in learning them, we have to then keep them. It's not something that just be, can be read, like Ukarabala, a newspaper or something, mm. but it's stuff that after we are reading it, because it, it teaches us this obedience, it teaches us this 
appetite of loving him and him alone. Mm. Nobody else. So when we love him and him alone, then it means we, we have subdued the flesh, right? We, yeah. so, so the flesh is no longer in control, but it is the spirit. So when we are like that, when, when you read the book of, uh, you quoted some, one of the scriptures you quote, it was Psalm 141, mm. right? Uh, that says, let the righteous one smite me or reprove me in loving commitment. It is oil to my head. Then this word brings discipline. Mm. This word brings correction. This word becomes a shield and a guard to us. So this now shows the selflessness, the self-denial of now wanting to follow anything else but only him. So we are cutting off. We are separating ourselves from everything of the world. As you said, Ashatan says, no, I have these riches and all that, you know. Mm. So now you, you are searching for the world. For, you, sorry, you are searching for his word, not for the things of the world. So you don't go to this church because this prophet apparently, because you're unemployed, you get a job, you get a husband, and, and this and that. No, but how you would first be looking, is it the person who's teaching the words? Are they in alignment with the words? And, you know, you, you, you would be able to pick up and you say, now, this is now the house where I want to be. Or, like, because you can hear that they are teaching the words and nothing else. It's not this prosperity, but it's the word of Abba. And mm. now, when this is spoken, now, which means this word starts to, when it reproves, it's in loving commitment. So it does the self-correction. Then it is oil to our head. So we are dripping this oil. We are receiving this. We are being anointed by this word. So our mind gets to be renewed. We get to be born again. We no longer think of the way the world thinks because we are no longer of this world and we don't follow the patterns of this world. But now we follow the patterns of what the word is saying because the word is preparing us for the new Yerushala. Mm. It's preparing us for the everlasting reign. So all that I hear, the bling bling that I hear, they are all going to be destroyed. So it's of no use for us to be chasing these things, spending time and investing in them, knowing that at the end of the day, they lead us nowhere. Lay your treasures in the Shamayam, where the rust and the moth will not eat. So when we look uh, in the book of Matthew, uh, Matthew chapter 6, where now he says, if anyone wishes to come after me, let him deny himself. Take mm. up his stake and follow me. Ahi, this is a man who is the sovereign. 
Dit is een man, ongelang begot bij haar, geen sovereign. To come and to bring deliverance to us. So it also teaches and shows self-denial, selflessness. The love that Abba Abaya held for his people. He has a desire for us to be saved. So now he says, my son, go. And I want you to perform this duty. And the son goes and he does exactly as his father has instructed him to do. And somewhere, somehow, there is this you know, he goes and he prays and he and the mind returns and he says, hey, nevertheless, let your will be done. Because he, there's, there's this thing that wants to let him in. Okay, can you see where you are going? Can you see what you're putting yourself through? You know? And, but now he tends not to forget who he is because he is also in obedience of the word. So he walks according to the word. He doesn't do what he, what pleases him because no, plan. But now he speaks to it, to the team, to say, hey, even when this comes, this thought that wants to throw him away, he, he says, ah, 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 nevertheless, let your will be done. So when we are taking the stake, it means we are ready. It's not a nice road. It's not a rosy road. For now that we are in him, it means now that everything is going to be nice for us and all that. But we have to understand, Khuri, the same way as these daughters that have left their people, right? We, we need to do the same to say now, in this world, this is what this world has taught us. But now we realize, Khuri, no, this is not the way to go. Mm. We cannot be going in that way because now, this road is, is quite difficult, in, or, or should I say different, because it leads to, to us being crowning. And yet we know there's one who wants to steal our crowns by bringing deception, by bringing challenges and obstacles. And it is when my belief and your belief gets tested, our obedience gets tested to say, what do I do? When I am in that situation, am I resembling the Messiah by also going down on my knees and praying? Or do I run and seek help somewhere? Mm. Maybe, you know, and, 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 and I get told stuff and I get told to slaughter and whatnot because, you know, I'm a sapiz about hands. So, when we are in this work, we, we have to be able to can understand what is it that we are getting into. And because at the end of the day, there is a price, you know, uh, there's a price that, that, is to be, that we, we receive. Uh, I want to read the book of John chapter, chapter number 16. Uh, or when a woman has grieved, she is, okay, let's start number 20. John 16, 20 says, Truly, truly, I say to you that you shall weep and lament, but the world shall rejoice. Right? The world is saving a party. The world is rejoicing. So you are going, you are carrying the stake. You are going through situations in life. And then it says, 
and you shall be grieved, but your grief shall become joy. Mm. So the situation at one point will start to change, whereby they have had their joy, it has all been fun and all that. But your joy um, and my joy, it is meant and placed in the new Yerushalayim. So for now, you see yourself going through these things, and it is that walk of taking the stake, because when he came, he never had it all nice. They wanted to stone him. They were speaking this. They wanted to find every trick in the book to accuse him. Now, if I say, or you say you follow him, are you really prepared that they are going to look and speak about you? Am I going to be quiet? Am I going to show that I'm walking by his word, that I have learned this selflessness? I'm learned, I've learned this humility about his word. You know that when they hit me on the left, do I give them the right? Mm. So he says, the woman has grief when she is in labor because her hour has come. Mm. But as soon as she has given birth to the child, she no longer re- remembers the affliction for joy that a man was born into the world. So it reminds us of this journey that we are working, that we are going to encounter labor pains. And in this labor pains, it means then that we are closer to giving birth. And now when birth time comes that we give birth, now it will be us who will be excited now to say, wow, look at us, we have been crowned. And now all those, where are they? They would have perished because they were never obedient to the work. They were doing their own things. They were burning scriptures. They were, you know, they were attacking. They, they never saw it fit. They, they stoned Hamashiach. So taking the faith means that, Limna, I must be prepared to be stoned. Limna, I must be prepared to go through the things that he went through. You know, the accusations and all that. So that is about taking the stake. So we need to understand this work. So when people are going that way, when not, you, it may sound like a style when you say, hey, you know what, not, I'm going to be uh, uh, to enter into prayer. People are going to, to Murtel Park to have their own fun and this and that. Where now you are putting sacrifices into reading the word, you are studying the word, you are investing in the word, because this word is like an oil. So we need it because it is our shield, it is our protection. So when we go by it, when we learn, it strengthens us. Even when the enemy tries to come to pull us away, we stick to it because we know that the end of, of what's going to happen, to say, uh-uh, no matter the situation, you're not going to pull me out to go and kill offer. I'm a pastor because I have five members in the church mm. and I want to own a mega church to have 50,000 people. So now I'm a kilo Raladi Noha and all that. No, you sit and you go through the word, you know, you speak by the word and this word eventually 
will take us through because as we learn it, we practice it, and as we practice it, we get to be perfected in it. And this work now, we are able to be overcomers of whatever temptation, of whatever attack that may come. So, which means, you know, when, 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 when people are doing this, we tend to say, ah, uh-uh, we're no longer part of that. We don't hate them. But we choose to be set apart. Mm. It's not about hating them, but we just keep saying, no, look, what we see is that, that there's no reward in that which the world is doing, but the reward is in doing the world. So by so doing, we find his favor and his compassion. Therefore, it leads us to us entering into the new Yerushalayim. I hear you quite well. If you just joined us, we are really basing our discussions on self-denial. What is self-denial? What is it even all about? And uh, as believers, the church we may call ourselves, are we really practicing this instruction? This is a commandment of the Father. Are we really practicing quite right and are we in full awareness of how broad the ministry of self-denial is and i mean as i was listening to barukia much of the things he was touching even the stories he was telling were of self-denial they were indicative and illustrative of the notion of self-denial when he spoke about not doing things as the world does, self-denial. And we know how easy our flesh really would yearn to want to do things the way the world does. I remember others talking about running the church as a business. And they went for it in the 1990s. And the prosperity teachings, they didn't know that they were laying a foundation for prosperity teachings. And look what happened. Now, self-denial also, uh, listen to the Hamashiach when he speaks to this young rich man. Looking at him in Mark 10, verse 21, he said to him, one thing you lack, go your way, sell whatever you have, and give to the poor, and you will have treasures in heaven. And come, take up the stake. And the Bibles are saying the cross. And follow me. Means, take everything that you have, sell it, and follow me. Hey, we hear that this young man was disappointed, man. (laughs) when, When you speak of that, yeah. We could look at the 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 festival after Pesach called uh, the the Mazot or Festival of Unleavened Bread. Yes, right. Mm. So the Festival of Unleavened Bread, we are not required to have bread that is leavened, mm. that that is yeast. Yeah, because yeast is Yes. So it shouldn't be in your. So there are many things. Mm. 
and the riches. You know, you see when, when you sometimes watch videos on the internet, yeah. I was watching or the other one, this, these guys are going to put petrol. And when they pay this petrol attendant, Balakana Chalete Mufat, and they say, here's your tip. Nice. You know? So, so it's, it's those kind of things that, like, Lirato, you, you feel that I have it all. Mm. You see me, you know, uh, nobody, I mean, like, I, I can, like, you know, you know, it, it's those kind of things that now, you speak to older people, you know, the way you are trying to you, you know, so it's, it's those kind of things to say the, the treatment that now you've been giving people because you think you bossy, mm. you bossy. So now go sell, get rid of these things because these things they they entice us. Rabbi Rabbi Raphael, we don't know sometimes what is it that you're inviting. Mm. You know. We don't know what you are inviting, and when they are here, then you know you, you could pray for uh, this beautiful nice car, and then it happens well, fine, you get it. But then after that, because now everyone is looking at this beautiful car, every woman wants to be in it and all that, and now it is that now all those women, you see now it has led you astray. And the whole never told Pella, you feel right. You know, there was a guy uh, on that local hearted Yeah. So he would go, go, go in some place, yeah, yeah, and we had a boat. And he's sitting there, he's watching all these women and all that. And then, guess what? He goes home, he goes to pull a boat. Just to come and make a statement. <laughs> You can't go away. Go away. You can't. Sorry, no. You know, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he pulls a boat into Soweto. I'm telling you. Right. Because we. And these are the things that makes us now, you know, to. Like, how. Like, how how people will cheat even but baba baba rekela bo anti and na ko mo tuki taka ke umuto na mamago but the way you speak with them because you feel hore i'm paying them you know all those kind of things you know khabatsana skolo and that, that is what this thing is really pride we forget who we are we start to disrespect people and humility goes out of the window. So now he says, go and sell. Because then at least you are safer, you just have enough of what you need. But once it starts to be more, and ever, you know, over, you feel mm-mm. And that's a big problem. That, that's why th- those are basically... The, the 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 things that we need to renounce. So we, we need to also know, and and I'm looking into the word. Uh, he says to the tax collector, 
named Levy sitting at the tax office. He says, follow me. And Levy does what many people don't talk about. I think Peter spoke about it, but Levy didn't. Levy is a tax collector. Uh, he works for... What is this department called here in South Africa of Texas? SARS. Equivalence of SARS. He's a, he's a big guy there. Christ goes in, finds him, and he says, follow me. And this guy doesn't say, hey, I've got scores to settle here. And, you know, people's deaths and stuff. He follows him without question. At least we don't see anything that Levi says. Now, the word in Luke chapter 5 verses 28 says, Levi left all, rose up and followed him. He left all. Self-denial means leaving all. Yeah. And and you know I hear many people singing the song and from there they go back to their corners and they drink their alcohol. And they smoke their cigarettes and their weed. After singing those songs. And even after preaching, they go back to what they love. But here, means then Levi started to place priority upon the Messiah, Hamashiach. More than, more than everything he had. Even above his own life. Livelihood, a career. Many people would like to work a good career. When someone says Vergasars, immediately we think you have a good career. Okay. Hmm. He immediately rose and left and followed him. That's Luke chapter 5, verse 27 and verse 28. Now, Christ says something with self-denial and, and he puts it across so that we should know what it is all about. It's very, very, very costly. And in Luke chapter 14, verse 33, says, So likewise, whoever of you does not forsake all that he has cannot be my disciple. What is it that you have? You have your career, you have your pride, you have your national identity, your tribal identity. Uh, uh, you have your 11th, they've spoken regarding you and given you a name of a ghost uh, which has given you powers of identity and people are respecting you amongst the people of your tribe. Um, you have your education, you have acquired some monies, you have cars, you have a wife, you have children. And Christ says, if this cannot forsake all that he has, it doesn't say some of the things. All that he has, it means if he doesn't place me as a priority above all that he values and treasures, he cannot be my disciple. All these things must take a secondary level. 
then Christ and, becomes the priority. Mayari? I'm telling you, Ahri, uh, and it starts first Kanna, mm. before I can go and tell it to somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Because I, I need to be able to understand something, Kore. Without him, there's no me, there's no existence of me mm. altogether. So that is now me understanding correct. I owe my life and allegiance to who. Mm. And then once similar that, it then the process begins. So sometimes we we fall into a trap of even loving our children, our spouses more than him, or loving even ourselves more than him. And now it, it brings in idolatry. Mm. So this man, are, 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 and after he went and he saw a text collector named Lady sitting at the text office, and he said to him, follow me. And having left all, not some, not some. Yeah. Hapokotelate dine are all. Yeah. So uya ka his mind, body, and rawah. Ha na kanyetete ori yo kito jai ni. Yeah. Yo kito. You know when when we that doesn't even come to his mind at all. Hmm. And then he just know and understand it, it's been revealed to him who is, here is the Messiah and he says, look, I'm not leaving this opportunity. Yeah. It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Mm-hmm. And he grabs it. Mm. Never. So with us, we still want to reason you know, uh, come out of Babel, my people, Marlo, Rojain, Rojula. Like, you know, we, we, we want to negotiate, mm. uh, you know. So, following him, we need to know what we are, what we are, what, what we want to, we need to make a decision. Yeah. And we need to understand and, and have knowledge of what this word of Abba means. Because he said, if you love me, the, the Ten Commandments, then you must follow my commands. Mm. So which means, if I don't follow his commands, then I don't love him. When I still want to do some part, things that are not scriptural, and I say I love him, then it means I've not reached the state of self, selflessness and self-control. Mm. Because I'm still in between. And he says, in Matthew chapter 6, you cannot be in between. You cannot serve two masters at a time. Make a choice. Make a decision. Either you follow me or you don't. It's period. Mm. But he doesn't cut it. So this state that we ought to, to follow. There are challenges that come with it. There are stories that come with it. We need to go to Sibege Zele. You know? Because then, somewhere. You know, I, I sometimes 
Alright, the time has just gone two minutes before the hour seven. You can give us a shout. Talk to us directly there. Zero one two double three four one three double two. Tell us what is it that you understand about self denial? What is self denial? What is it that you understand about it? And drop us a voice note, you know, on that. We are keen to hear from you. Drop us a voice note on that. And uh, uh, let's hear what you you say uh, uh, on that, you know. Uh, and we will be happy to hear from you. We will be happy to hear from you. The number to dial zero one two double three four one three double two. And uh, uh, you can also uh, give us, you know, send us a WhatsApp. And the WhatsApp number is 0826572729. It would be good to to hear uh, from from you. I am keen to hear from from you. And of course, also you can uh, um, talk to us directly. You can call us directly uh, on air. You can call us. It's o eight two. It's sorry. It's zero one two double three four one three double two, and uh, of course we can talk to you directly there. Let's do a bit of this. Then we'll be back. Radio Pulpit six five seven AM, a companion for those who need encouragement. Listen to us on our app or visit radiopulpit.co.za. Do you need prayer? WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to 082-657-2729 and our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you. Tune in to Radio Pulpit on 657 AM for reliable Christian talk radio at its best. Find your daily dose of Christ-centered motivation and encouragement on Radio Pulpit 657. Download our app now. Tune in to radiopulpit.co.za or find us on DSTV Audio 882 and OpenView 607. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion for more than 40 years, brings a relevant moral alternative to 400,000 listeners in a variety of South African languages. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter and download our podcasts today. You and 657 AM and Life. A winning team on the road to eternity.